in the nanny, it's the opposite. It's the nanny just really wants to get in and on Mr. Sheffield. And the L'Oreal Men Expert One Twist Hair Color <laughs> comes in one bottle. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Okay, um, I can't think of a better episode in which we should push the Patreon than this, because the episode is late. Uh, we're both, I don't know, I shouldn't speak for both of us. We're both some sort of shades of miserable. We're a little behind on our content. So uh, please join the Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Support this uh, great endeavor and make us feel bad for uh, the week that uh, we're having. How you doing, friend? I'm not having a bad week. I'm just having a busy week. You look like you're having a much more w- worse week than I am. Uh, I'm just on the road. Yeah. And you are apparently quite sick. You sound sick. And it's like one of those sicknesses that it's like I almost feel like viscerally sick just communicating with you. <laughs> yeah. Like by the end of this conversation, you're going to sound like a little groggy. Like, not to be a dick, but did you hear Justin Bieber when he was talking about his uh, his disease, which is terrible? But I did it, not. So you know no. about the, the thing that Bieber's yeah, going yeah, yeah. through? I, I, I just didn't watch the video, yeah. But when he was posting that video, he was like, really? He was like, hey, everybody, just wanted to like update you on this. And it sounded like he had some sort of like lung thing. And then when he described what was going on, I was like, I don't understand how it would affect your speaking. But we all... A related issue, huh? <laughs> Yeah, get well soon, Bieber. I'm doing terrible. I actually, I feel bad for you. Normally, like, we have schedules and we have lives and everything. Uh, I used to, in a past life, this time of year would be crazy busy for me. And I don't think the podcast existed back then. If in, like, 2013, you were like, DJ, you have to record brunch today, I'd be like, wow, I still don't think I've met this Pete fellow yet. And I like him a lot (laughs) online. But you may go fuck yourself. This is <laughs> are, are your days crazy right now? Yeah, I mean today is a, a slower day, which is why we push back to this day. But it's also like when you're on the road and it's like 95 degrees outside, and you've got some downtime. I just like really don't want to be sitting in a hotel room doing a podcast. But uh, I love this podcast. I love you. I'm yeah. happy to be here. And it's just it's also just nice to see all those people. Like there was only. Like one time a year where I would have extended periods of time hanging out with certain people. And so like, are you seeing like Chris Johnson and all those guys? I haven't seen Chris at all yet. I don't even know if he's here. Uh, ah, I haven't seen him at all, but burn. I've seen, I've seen a bunch of, uh, a bunch of guys and uh, shoot, I forget the guy's name uh, off the top of my head, but he asked about you yesterday. Uh, it was the guy when we did Sunday Skate. He was the one that came on and had no voice. That was so fucking funny. Oh. Guy, I think he's Montreal. He's French. Jean-Francois, JF. JF yeah, 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 yeah. JF yeah. Chamon. Yeah, so like yeah, he, yeah. Th- that's a guy that, I mean, he covers the Canadians, so we would see each other all the time just because the Bruins and Canadians would play each other a lot. But yeah, it would be, there was only so, there was like one time a year that like, me and him and like a few other people. Actually, it's like a big group of people that would all be on the road. They were just you'd go to dinner with them like every night. They were the only people that you spoke to. Anybody in your real life was just dead to you for a couple of weeks. So, oh yeah, this is. I'm very. I, I'm. 
I I will toss a J on this. Like I I would say that I'm jealous of this couple of weeks for you. A because it's really fun, and B, I am under the weather and being a huge fucking crybaby, and I would rather be anywhere else doing anything else. So you win. This yeah, I mean week. it's 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 for sure like a cool experience. I I covered like the final before, but it was in Boston and. Uh, like all of the other like hockey assignments that I've had have kind of been one offs. Like I did like you know like the like the All Star games and shit like that. But to do like the full two week or however long it's going to be on the road, just like these people are now my life. This is now my life. It's a cool thing. It's a it's something that I haven't done before. But they're good people. Like I don't know. I can't yeah. think of. Uh... Honestly, if I were to parachute, I par- I parachuted into the Bruins Hurricane series a couple a couple months ago now, and I felt really weird because there were like old friends there. A lot of the people that I would hang around with were like retired or just squeezed out because this industry's a mess. Um, I had left and shit, but there's like so many new people that. Like, I like and I follow and everything, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't know any of these people. When did I get so fucking old? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of people that, like, I've been in contact with and, like, been really friendly friendly with, like, online for a long time. And they're they're always like, yo, whenever you, like, get out here or whatever, uh, like, let's grab a beer or whatever. And, like, now it's, like, the opportunity to actually do that. And I've done it already uh, with uh, a couple of times. And it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's cool to like just like get those people in your actual life. Also, I just got a uh, notification on my phone that uh, the COVID exposure. You may have been exposed to a person that tested positive for COVID, but it's from Massachusetts. Oh, I mean, so I, I tested if I was at the airport or the plane. I tested positive. I tested not positive. I tested for COVID uh, yesterday because I uh, I was just sick and I had night sweats and everything. And I was like, uh oh. And if I had COVID again, I was going to uh, punch everybody in the world. There, people are getting it again though. And I say again, everyone's constantly getting it. It's a mess. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just here. It's like sustaining. It's what yeah. it is i don't know what this is though that i keep getting so sick i don't know if it's like the long covid thing or what but like i'll have a few days where i'll be like all right nice i can go outside i'll rollerblade a little bit and then it's just back to i mean th- this is the worst i tweeted this morning being a a man of course i'm gonna be a real baby when i'm sick but it's also like hot out and ugh, it's this is just like the height of discomfort for me man How's uh how's Colorado? Uh it's fucking hot and it's going to be hot. I I was mm. like I, I looked at the thing. It is literally doesn't is not going to dip below like ninety one degrees. Wouldn't have guessed for like that. the next week. Wouldn't have guessed that. I've also never been to Colorado before, which is a I'm weird I'm gonna thing. do the uh the old the old classic line. It's a dry heat. Oh, so it's really not. It's really not that bad. I, I I expect that Tampa is going to be much worse. You are actually not to tell any tales out of school. Let me know if I'm uh, if I'm blowing up your spot. We'll get the editors on this. We'll just wipe it right off. No one will ever hear this unless they're on the uh, the Patreon. You're doing uh, my favorite 
covering road NHL playoffs pastime tomorrow. What are you doing, Pete? Oh, I'm going to a baseball game tomorrow. Road I'm going baseball to a Colorado games. Rockies game. Yeah, man, did it. I, uh, let's see where uh, Nationals. Uh, the the one I had the most fun was uh, Pittsburgh because you really got a sense for like the vibe of Pittsburgh Pirates fans. It was it was still kind of earlyish in the season because this time of year nobody knows for sure what their team's going to be. And the Pirates were good, and everyone was so upset. They were like, yeah, it sucks that they're just going to end up being so bad this year, no matter what, because they're the Pirates. So, dude, that's sick. You're going to – I bet you're going to see home runs. You don't know this, but in Colorado, um, the balls travel further. Yeah, they use metal bats. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, had to do a thing at work the other day. It was a game called uh, Are You Allowed to Bring This on a Plane? Yes or No? And I got everything right except for one of them. But one of them was, can you bring a bat on a plane? A baseball bat? A baseball bat. I would say yes, probably. I said, are you kidding me? You can use it as a bludgeon. And the answer was, you're not allowed to because it can be used as a bludgeon. Nailed oh, it. Oh, I thought you said you got it wrong. No, no, no. I, I got everything right except for one. This, this, this was one I got right. Okay. All right. Well, that, good thing you didn't spoil that for me, uh, because based I just kind of guessed based off of like what you would guess. Yeah, yeah. It does I'll, make sense that you wouldn't be able to bring a baseball bat on a plane, but I just like went with the opposite direction. Yeah, one What's of them, the one that you missed. Yeah, one, I forget what it was, but one of them was so crazy that I was like, I'm going to guess yes because it seems so obvious that you wouldn't be allowed to bring this on. Kind of the same logic that you just used. Uh, I forget mm-hmm. which one I missed, but maybe it was. Uh, I think it was, oh, a steamer. Like for your clothes? Yeah, you may bring a steamer on. Yeah, why wouldn't you be able to? What, are you going to like steam somebody to death? I don't know. You never know. You could, I tell you what, if Mike Ehrman trout on a plane. What about an iron? Ooh. Actually, that, that's but, a bludgeon. I mean, you need, that's you a bludgeon, need, my need, guy. You would need to plug it in. Do they have wireless irons? They do have wireless steamers. Um, I think they have wireless <laughs> irons. I... Sounds so bad. Um, I feel like it would take a long time to, uh, like, steam somebody to death. You'd have to, like, lock them in the cockpit and then just, like, steam them into oblivion, and it would take take too long. I don't I think, know about... I think TSA is onto something there. I don't know about steaming somebody, but, like, if I have a steamer in my hand, and it's, like, a wireless steamer, and the person in front of me is reclining, I feel like... I'd be in enough of a mood that I could do some shit to them using the steamer. Like, I get, I've been I've been rewatching Better Call Saul, and man, rewatching Better Call Saul. Actually, I'm kind of annoyed. I'm I'm starting to come around to your side of the street when it comes to like Better Call Saul is just as good as Breaking Bad. They're very different, but uh, Better Call Saul is just insane with like its uh, Vince Gilligan scenes of just like what's yeah. this person doing. Four yes. hours later, they're so like it's it, the best. So like, if Ermin Trout is on a plane with a steamer, he's like, <laughs> he'll be flying the plane by the end of it. I don't know. Better how. Call Saul is. I would say Better Call Saul is better at the slow burn than than uh, than. Yes, they leaned into like what people loved about Breaking Bad, yeah. and they didn't lean into things that they couldn't lean into. Like you're not going to find. You're not going to be able to redo a monster like um, like Walter White. 
Although, man, I'll tell you who's a bad Lalo's egg. Lalo's pretty close. <laughs> Lalo's a bad egg, but man, Gus Fring in yeah. Gus Fring. And- he's a lot. He, he's a lot more like unlikable in uh, in Better Call Saul. Like just because he he. I mean, he seems like more of the bad guy in Better Call Saul. I haven't watched Breaking Bad in a long time, so mm. I don't know. I, I remember Gus being, like, just a guy who is, like, a good businessman and not, like, a ruthless criminal for, like, the most part. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I feel like in telling Gus's origin story, he comes off as a lot more ruthless. And maybe it's because he has, like, that really adversarial re- relationship with Hector. Yeah. Um, the big thing with, with Gus in Better Call Saul is that Mike is like a very upstanding guy. Mike, Mike doesn't, Mike's big on like, Hey, if people sign up for shit, then they signed up for it and whatever happens to them happens. But he comes across so many people like Don Hector and Gus who are like, yeah, but also if it makes it easier to like kill somebody that didn't do anything. Oh, whatever. I'll just do that, too. So it's interesting that Mike stays working for Gus in Breaking Bad because he doesn't like that. Uh, he doesn't like I that, wonder, though. that Gus uses um, Nacho's dad against yeah. him. But but I, I also wonder now this is the first time that I've thought about this. I wonder if like again, I haven't watched Breaking Bad in a while. So like I don't know if my my stance on on uh on Gus will like hold up in that he's not like as evil in the breaking bad universe as he is in better call Saul. But I do wonder like, because Mike works with him and stays working with him, if like Mike rubs off on Gus a little bit in like his morals. Oh yeah. Not, not being so uh, like over the top. Like he, he obviously respects Mike and maybe he like listens to Mike more over time and sort of only, really pushes those buttons when he needs to. Yeah, right now, um, so Chuck just finished up, and I got to say, the Chuck episodes on a second watch are so much better than I remembered. Like, Chuck is a... Well, that's because, that's probably because you know that they're going to end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hated Chuck so much. Yes. Uh, But Chuck is a good character. He's, Chuck is like, what's it? Chuck is the uh, Janice of Better Call Saul. Where, like, like, he's so fucking annoying, Janice. and he's always... <laughs> no. Um, Sopranos Janice. But oh, that would be amazing yeah. if he was, like, <laughs> I was Janice. like, I don't see the correlation. I don't no, know. Jimmy, I mean, like, Jimmy can't quit him. True. He eventually does. <laughs> uh, no, it's... it's. It, it was more just that, like... It's, it's In that universe, it's hard to imagine this person actually being, like, a real thing. Like, the, with the... His, like, neuroses mm-hmm. and whatever condition, it's just, like, I have no idea how this is such an outlier in all of, like, these people. Yeah. I mean, I watched his last episode. When you rewatch that, my, like, hand was on my chest. As, because I, I, I know that you probably remember he ends up, may contain spoilers, he ends up killing himself. But um, I'd forgotten that he kills himself after basically ripping his house apart because he like essentially relapses with his, mm-hmm. um, the psychosomatic electric thing that he has. But mm-hmm. he, he unplugs everything and throws it in the backyard, but something is still drawing power. 
So he's basically like knocking down all the walls, like putting holes in like this like gorgeous shit because his house is so nice. And by the end, he's just like sitting in this like house that's just fucking destroyed. And then he kills himself. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, and Kim has such a good scene after Chuck dies where uh, Jimmy just doesn't care. And he's just like so removed from all of it. But Kim shows up to the... Uh, estate thing the will thing and everything and just fucking lights up howard and it doesn't really answer like why did they ruin howard's life but you're like oh yeah there were reasons that they even if you don't agree with them like they fucking hated howard but anyway that's a uh that's a a digression um let me tell you about my experience pete with going gray I'm now three weeks into having used the L'Oreal Men Expert One Twist Hair Color, which is essentially, I don't know if this is how they market it, but this is kind of how I use it, like spot treatment for for gray hairs. As a few start to pop up here and there, and I've told you where I'm getting them, I've got some in the uh, the kind of poly walnuts. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that was, that was private. I'm sorry. Hmm. Would you, <laughs> would you use that there? Well... Let's move on. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be like Silver Fox. Uh, <laughs> I'd be uh, the Mister Sheffield from the Nanny. Just the uh, the one silver streak. Ooh, Mister Sheffield like had he, it going on. Yeah, he did. He uh, Rod Brindmore is trying to be like uh, Mister yeah. Sheffield. How is Mister Sheffield? This is going to be very crass. How is Mister Sheffield not hitting both of them? <laughs> They both loved uh, him so much. Do you think that uh, that Fran would have gotten canceled if that show was on TV right now? Because she like essentially like sexually harassed. Oh, the, the, Sheffield. The sexual all the harassment time. in that show is yeah out of control. He's like, "Can you be around my children, please, and like make them lunch?" She's like, yeah, "Oh although, yeah, I, I, I can make you lunch." The all power right. dynamic. It sort of flips the power dynamic on its head. Where like in most situations, like the guy who hires. The attractive of nanny it is like abusing that that look power structure and is trying to hit on her, trying to sleep with her. And the nanny, it's the opposite. It's the nanny just really wants to get in and on Mr. Sheffield. And the L'Oreal Men Expert One Twist Hair Color <laughs> comes in one bottle. It's but that's never been done before with hair color. And I've told you about this on the podcast, Pete. I've told you about it off the podcast. It comes in a little box, and you're like, what's that little box going to do? I don't know. Everything. You just put it in. You shake it. You twist it. It's got the gloves. It's got everything. You just kind of comb it through your hair. It is so easy to do, and it's easy to match up your color. After five minutes and a quick shower, you already see that the grays are covered, and uh, they claim that six weeks of undetectable uh, gray coverage will be done. All right, I should say that... Within six weeks, it'll be undetectable. I'll say we're not doing a video podcast right now. I think that I'm kind of jumping the gun. Maybe it's because I'm not that gray yet. But I think that, honestly, close to immediately, it's undetectable. And I'm a big, like, oh, no, if I do this one thing, even if it's something like if I get my hair cut and they're like, oh, well, do you want to, like, want to clean up the eyebrow or something. I'm always kind of afraid of if you do something slightly different, it'll be so noticeable and it'll stand out is not the case at all with L'Oreal men expert one twist hair color. So 
Grab L'Oreal Men Expert, one twist hair color. If you got any questions, shoot me a DM. Or actually, I can't. My DMs are closed. Uh, tweet at me or something. Instagram. I don't know. Something like that. I saw the, bef- I saw the before and after of uh, of old old Dylan pants. Yeah, doing doing his. His came out looking real good. So I mean, let's be real. He could put poison in all over his face, and he <laughs> would still look absolutely incredible. The man goes viral, Pete. I don't know if you saw this. I did see that. I did. I love so much that uh, Will immediately got on trying to like ruin it. Steal it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that does happen every time someone goes viral. Somebody just straight up steals it. Yeah, and I mean, what a content machine Parks over here, huh? Parks somehow being like the most viral uh, person in the Wash family is good for him. Parks has an all-time grin, doesn't he? He he really does. He has like a top-notch grin. He could be like cast as like the evil kid in like a remake of like The Omen, where (laughs) it's just got he's got like that shit-eating smirk. But he like it's like a it's like got like some sinister to it. But he's also like the cutest kid of all time. He's also firing off some uh, some D's nuts jokes famously. I know. Unbelievable. I got to give a shout out to one of my uh, nephews. He's really been hammering two words right now. And I'm such a fan of it. If you uh, if what is it? If you tell him to do something, he says no. And if you ask him to do something, he says can't. And that's it. Ah, that is the best. Can't Hell is yes. the best. And my dad is saying that, I guess he's kind of right. He was like, that's very much like you. <laughs> Where like, if you can't be bothered with something, you'll just be like, can't. This is over. <laughs> but it's amazing. Like, we were walking on the beach and I was like, uh, I was like, hey, uh, run to the water. And he was like, no. And I was like, you want to run to the water? Can't. <laughs> I feel like can't is so much more frustrating because every kid has a, every kid has a no phase. Not every kid has a can't phase. Can't is the, the best. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast before, but a big thing for him was uh, no deech. And you would say my name. No deech. D-E-E-T-C-H. And now, unfortunately, he'll just be like, DJ, hey, like pump the brakes or something because he can say more words. But uh, yeah, uh, speaking of children, Pete, you're not going to like this. And I promise I won't do a full review here, but I saw the black phone, baby. I know. I'm, I'm really jealous. Did you, it, it doesn't come out for like another week, doesn't it? Well, I thought it was June 24th. Correct. Well, if you are an AMC investor, you could go last night. And uh, to my knowledge, I'm not an AMC investor, but uh, I just went. But you have it. You have the A list. You're on. You're an AMC A list guy. So maybe that's you're an investor. You're investing your money into AMC on a monthly basis. I'll tell you what. Based on that crowd, the crowd there definitely not like stock people. Okay. They, yeah. This this was. I was going to text you about this. Uh, this was an all time what the fuck movie theater going experience for old David. And I'll I'll Why? I'll. Qu- I'll, I'll I'll talk about the movie after I guess. Um, it's a seven p.m. puck drop, but you know it's now usually twenty five to thirty minutes before uh, they actually drop the puck these days with movies. I show up at seven oh six. The movie has already started, and oh, oh man, all of the seats 
I, I'd gotten a pretty bad seat. I'd gotten the third row of the front section, so I was going to be like really. It, it, it wasn't a great seat. Uh, I immediately find that my seat is taken. Somebody is sitting in my seat, so I go and sit in another seat in that row, and I'm like, okay, whatever. A couple walks in and sits in front of me. Immediately, the man takes out his phone, and I can see out of the corner of my eye some like moving images on his screen, so I assume maybe we've got like a bootleg situation going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like a, a real Kramer on your hands? Right. In or fact... Or Jerry. Uh, but who is the guy they were filling in for? Uh, it's the guy that uh, is Kramer's friend. Yeah. Who sells the, who sells the, uh, the movies on the street. And uh, they fuck up Cry Cry Again. Because mm-hmm. Elaine is dancing. That's right. Famously. Uh, but I eventually look and I'm like, what kind of quality is this guy getting if he's uh, bootlegging? Uh, he was watching Succession on his phone. What? During the movie. What? No just fuck? banging out no and sound? Uh, I don't know if he had headphones in or what. I was trying to see if he had ear pods. He was wearing a hat. So I couldn't. My angle wasn't good on him. And I was like, Wow. Now this is interesting. That's like the that's like the second worst thing that you could watch in a movie theater. The first one would be porn, uh, yeah, because that would be that would be problematic and very concerning. But number two, why are you watching a very good HBO show? Right, like prestige while, drama. While ignoring a very good movie, <laughs> yeah, prestige drama. <laughs> you're like you're you're giving the middle finger to both of those pieces of art. I was so floored by it. Uh, his girl, totally cool with it. It was like they worked out a deal. Wait, it w- he wasn't by himself? No, no, it was a couple. His girl was like watching the movie. They were having a good time. I was. So I wonder if she. W- I wonder if like the deal was like, hey, are, are you not? You're not interested in this movie. Why don't you just come and like entertain yourself? I want to see the movie. Right. I really want to see this. I would, he in which case, like I would say, movies. just go by yourself, lady. Yeah. Or get a new boyfriend who likes fine fine cinema. Yeah. Get get you a man who. Who doesn't want to see the black phone? I know. What the fuck? This guy's out of his mind. Actually, so but I this this is a this story has layers and uh eventually this guy becomes a sympathetic figure. I also wasn't distracted by this for some reason. Maybe it's because this is a very gripping movie. So your eyes are on the screen. Uh then another couple comes in, sits directly next to me and Ah, shoot. I don't even know how to play this because I don't know if... I don't know why this guy was doing this. Maybe he knew me from something or for some reason, this man sitting next to me was staring at me the whole movie. He would just turn to the right and stare at me and I could feel him staring at me and it was the worst. It was... Pete, I'm already watching a fuck. This is a Blumhouse movie, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It's like the best. Yeah, because I think that's though. why. I think that's why we were. Yeah. we were like so in on it. We were like, oh fuck yeah, Blumhouse movie coming out with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, it's like an A twenty four movie dressed up as a uh, Blumhouse movie, but that's sort of what it seemed like from the trailer. Yeah, like, so it definitely has A twenty four vibes. So I don't know if this guy was well intentioned or not. Maybe he was like, hey, is that that guy? Let me see if it's him. And every few minutes he was like, I forgot to check if it's that guy. Let me turn and see. And he just kept staring at me. And every time I moved or if I like coughed or if I sniffled or whatever, which I was really – I was a church mouse in that piece for how sick I was. Mm-hmm. This guy was constantly looking over at me. So at one point, I just looked back at him and had the like f- 
four most scary seconds of my life. We were just both looking at each other, and I almost pointed to the screen and was like, hey, eyes on the prize, but I didn't know what yeah. to do. You should have been like, take a picture, it'll last longer, pal. Oh, uh, my, yeah, I was like, take a bootleg, it'll last longer, buddy. <laughs> here's, a, here's a theory for you. What if he was a, what if he had a role in making the black phone and he was pulling that move where you're like, hey, let me show you something cool uh, that uh, I really like. And he's like, hey, you like it? Hey, I, you like yeah. this? Yeah. You like this, right? I hope you like this it's part. cool, right? It's a good movie, right? Yeah, maybe he's like, maybe he was like a, because I, I heard that Tom Cruise likes to go into uh, theaters incognito. He wears like, I'm, I'm assuming like sunglasses and a black baseball hat, which is a normal set of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes into movie theaters and, and like likes to check out the crowd reaction to his own movies. Interesting. So maybe this was one of those situations. Maybe. I mean, I, get, I, I don't think this person was a bad guy. And I'm sure that if I, I'm sure that if he's like listening to this podcast, he'd be mortified. But that's not my intent. I was just made very uncomfortable by a person who kept looking at me. Um, but who knows? There could have been, maybe I had something on my face or something. And he was like, does this guy know that he has something on his face? Anyway, uh, it's a very anxiety inducing movie. So having somebody like throwing you off your game wasn't a great feeling about halfway into the movie. Somebody comes down from the top section, goes up to the guy that's on his phone and says, excuse me, could you please put your phone away? And as the guy's like, yeah, sure. He says, because it's so fucking distracting. Oh man. The, his girl immediately gave her like, a, oh, <laughs> like so on. I, I, I was wondering how you would feel about this because they're like, hey, can you put your phone away is definitely fair. This person was distracting yeah. people. But the because it's so fucking distracting was I, I think I think the F word is unnecessary there, especially if he's compliant with the request. That's what uh, she said. She was like. She was like, and I'm a I'm a big fan and proponent of the f word and throwing that around and not taking it super seriously. But like, in that situation, seems unnecessary. Yeah, it was crazy. Especially like I'm a big fan of not using the f word like in a confrontation manner uh, because you just you don't know these days. Oh, definitely. Like, that, that's why I mean I didn't even say anything to this guy that was staring at me. Yeah, there's a classic Dane Cook bit where. Uh, he was getting in an argument with a guy, and then a guy eventually said, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah, that's a great bit. It's a classic Cla- bit. Classic humor. I believe uh. it starts with, hey, I got in a confrontation with a guy, and it ended with him saying, I'll fucking kill you. And then he kind of... And then of, he's like, let's Tarantino this bitch. That's, I, I think that's, that's I think exactly that's a direct what he line. says. Yeah. yeah. Classic yeah. Dane. I know my Dane Cook. Uh, so, this, so this confrontation happens. I'm watching John the Floor... Turn to my left, tell you what the guy next to me is watching. Me. You're just looking at me during all this. <laughs> this is fucking crazy, dude. I, my anxiety was through the roof. So I just waited for the next time that could conceivably be like a run pee time. Got yeah. up, went, stood in like the, the, not the hall, but like by the door where you could still watch the movie. Watched a couple minutes of the movie. And then just went up into the top section and was like, I'm just going to have to guess a new seat and took my chances. There was a woman who I was like, maybe she's sitting by herself. Hopefully I'm not taking anybody's seat, sat down, 
watch the rest of the movie without interruption. But it was... That's a crazy story. Also, it's kind of crazy that it took somebody, uh, another theater goer, to ask that guy to put his phone away. Because every time that we've been to or I've been to uh, like an advanced screening, they're usually fucking crazy. Like they're Nazis about you having Yo, your phone out. And for real. like there was that time, I forget what movie we saw, but like that dude w- was like, that dude took his job so seriously and was like, if you even pull out your phone to check the time or whatever, he's like, hey, phone. Oh, so, shoot. Like, was that's it, wild. It might have been John Wick 2 or Lolly. John Wick 2, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, think it was, I think it was John Wick 2, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, it's John Wick 2, guy. The first one doesn't even make sense. And then I understood it. Um, but crazy experience aside... The, dude, that movie is worth the wait, worth the hype. Ethan Hawke is fucking awesome. Uh, the kid... I might go see it on the road if I get some downtime, because I'm really excited for Do it, for dude. That. The kid who I couldn't... I knew I was like, this kid is too old to be Shia LaBeouf's kid, but he looks like he's either Shia LaBeouf's kid or Steve Zahn's kid. He's neither. He's just his own person. But the kid is excellent him. in it. And uh, James Ransone... A.K.A. Uh, Ziggy. Oh shit! I love Ziggy. He's he's so good. He's uh, he plays a very James Ransone type of character, which is mm-hmm. to say that cocaine is involved. But um, <laughs> but man, it's it's really 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 good. It's gripping. Yeah. It's uh. I, I mean, it was never it was never going to be anything other than really, really good because it's uh, it's Ethan Hawke. Uh, the trailers were awesome, and the biggest thing about it, the biggest sign that it was going to be good, besides even like the Rotten Tomatoes score, which is very high. I think it's like in the nineties or something. But like even before that, this movie was supposed to come out in February, and right. after they after they started showing it to uh to like critics and stuff and getting initial reactions they pushed it back to mid-june which is like the gauntlet for hollywood so as soon as you 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 shift that release date to mid-june you're like okay they they've realized that they really have something here all right you said um that rotten tomatoes was in the 90s not quite that with 20 reviews it's uh 100 Wow! <laughs> yeah, go. everybody thinks this movie is fucking awesome. It is, man. Hell yeah! It's creepy. It has, it has everything. Yeah, I don't know what what I don't know like when or where the turnaround came, but I feel like Ethan Hawke has found a real fucking resurgence as a guy who, like, when he does something, it's on your radar, or it should be. Like, you should be keeping keeping up with what Ethan Hawke does because I think that he is very good at uh, like picking his roles like yeah picking which movies he's committing to because it, it doesn't seem like he's had many misses that priest movie that he did a couple years ago was really good oh I didn't see that I knew that you uh, you and a bunch of other people were high on it yeah I forget what it was called um, but man that movie was was really good and that He's like really good in these dark roles. That was another one that was very dark. But he, I think he plays sort of like a sympathetic guy. Um, Man. But yeah, I mean he's he's picking his uh, he's picking his his roles pretty pretty well. I'm just going. He's through also st- working a lot. Is he? Yeah, I mean he's doing a lot of shit. 
I'm going through stills of uh, this movie on Rotten Tomatoes, and I just want to see it again. Um, do you uh, do you know what Ethan Hawke's character's name is in this movie? The Grabber. The Grabber. Creepy the shit, man. Because I'm on his IMDb right now, looking for the name of that uh, of that movie. I can't find it. Wait a second. Oh, never mind. I was on Ethan Hawke's page, and uh, there was a thing on the left that said Lightyear, and I thought that it was like his movies, and I was like, he's in Lightyear too, and it was just movies that are in theaters right now. <laughs> uh, First Reformed is the name of the movie that I was talking about. He was also in The Northman this year, which I heard The Northman was was very mm. good. Uh, are you excited? Also to see- very good. Also very good. Vizzy Hard Seltzer. Ah, I thought you were going to say Our Training Day. Our friends at Vizzy. Training Day, also a very good movie, but Vizzy Hard Seltzer, uh, the the drink of the summer. We can all agree on that, right? Oh, yeah. uh, you got a you, you got a you got a hot summer coming up. You want a Vizzy Hard Seltzer in your hand. Take a trip. Get together with friends. It doesn't matter what you're doing because it's going to be a vibe. And if there's a vibe, there should be Vizzy Hard Seltzer. It passes the vibe check with its bold and delicious fruit flavors. Uh, they've got a wide range of those flavors like pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate. And if you want even more variety, they've also got lemonade hard seltzers as well as yes. mimosa hard seltzers. Bang! Mimosa hard seltzers sound awesome. Yeah. Uh, each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors. There's also combinations like papaya passion fruit, watermelon strawberry, blackberry lemon, and raspberry tangerine. That uh, <laughs> that watermelon strawberry and blackberry lemon really calling my name, let me tell you. Blackberry lemon sounds fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, Vizzy Hard Seltzer is the seltzer that passes the vibe check because Vizzy is a vibe. Uh, if you're as excited to try Vizzy Hard Seltzer as I was and still am, anytime I can get my hands on one, here's how to get yours. To go to find Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. Uh, and to get any updates on the latest flavor drops, sign up at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Must be 21 or older to enjoy. This movie was uh, the first, the the acting debut, film debut for uh, Mason Thames, who plays the kid. And again, great performance from that kid because it's a lot of like isolated scenes where he's just by himself trying to figure shit out. Man, I can't give a strong enough recommendation. There are jump scares, unfortunately. Ooh. I didn't do too hot with that, but I was distracted by other things that were terrifying me. Um, not the only thing I saw this week. I feel bad. Um, as you get to do cool shit and, uh, you got to see a heck of a game last night. I am kind of kicking ass on the movie front because I have nothing else to do. Uh, that Jurassic World Dominion, not that bad a movie, man. Really? It's not that bad. I I mean, I've I've heard like, I've heard terrible things. Yeah. uh... Everyone's so mad about it. I think that, that they are upset that it's not a good movie. So they're calling it terrible. But I'm more of but, like I a mean, Jurassic like, Park realist, where I'm like, these movies aren't good. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like, I like the original one, and I, did, I don't, I haven't watched it in a while, so like, maybe it doesn't hold up as much, and maybe I'm just kind of like nostalgic about it. But the first two installments of this this current generation of Jurassic World is, I mean, they're not very good. Yeah, they're I like didn't fine. Hate, yeah, I didn't hate the second one. Like, I thought the second one was was better than the first, but it still was 
wasn't good. And I also like I'm just kind of out on Chris Pratt, honestly. Uh, I did have a uh, a pretty good tweet, I think, that like a, a pretty good social experiment with this new Jurassic World movie. I have not seen it, but I did send a tweet about seeing it. Love that. And like a specific thing. So jealous uh, and, of that. And it was received very well. I sent a tweet being like a Chris Pratt in every Jurassic World scene with a dinosaur. And it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger holding out his hand uh, with the five fingers. And then behind him is a stop sign. That's literally all Chris Pratt does in the Jurassic World yes. uh, movies right. is that he'll like – Crouch down a little bit, stick out his hand, and like, be like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. Easy, that's boy. All he, that's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally like, how do you become a, a dinosaur trainer? Is that you just stick out your hand and tell them to stop? Yeah. And if you're a bad one, then no one can make fun of you because you're not alive anymore. So, whatever. Yeah, right. Um, I'll tell you what, man. One thing that I liked about this movie was that there like, aren't dinosaurs in this movie. There's what? yeah, like dinosaurs are essentially bears in this movie. They're like things that just exist and are in the world. And it's like if you see a bear, it's like, hey, try to not fuck with the bear. Get away from the bear. The bear might attack you. Hopefully you can run away. No one fucking dies, man. No one gets eaten by dinosaurs. They'll run That's into not dinosaurs. True. There's a guy in this. There's a guy in this trailer who gets eaten by a dinosaur. And I know this because he's a guy that like won a contest to be eaten by a dinosaur in the third movie. He's on a scooter. He's on a bird scooter and he gets pulled yes. off the bird scooter. Yeah. So that's like in the first half of the movie. There's a little thing where like people are stealing dinosaurs and selling dinosaurs and using them as weaponized things. Those people get eaten. But by that was, large, that was what happened in the that's what happened in the first movie. Right. I mean, the second movie. Right. The the entire plot of the second movie was that like they created this like killer dinosaur that like like this new species of dinosaur that they were like selling uh, to and like weaponizing. Yeah, yeah, that exact so thing. They, they just run that back. No, this movie sounds. You are doing a horrible pitch here because the bad guy the in this movie is not a dinosaur, though. The bad guys are uh, locusts. I swear, locusts. Yeah, like like the little like fly things or whatever. Yeah, but a guy engineers these certain locusts to fuck with uh, people people's farms that don't use their seeds. But he fucks up and he makes them way too big, and there's just gigantic locusts that like kill kids and shit. So do they have? Do the dinosaurs have to kill the locusts? No, they need to steal Blue, the dinosaur. They need to steal Blue's baby and that little girl who's a clone to figure out how to fix the uh, the locust. It's it's not that good a movie. Man. This movie, this but movie sounds horrible. This movie it's, sounds horrible. This plot sucks. And, oh, dude. Well, uh, well, I'll do an even worse job of selling it. Let me tell you, Laura Dern is catastrophic in this movie she's so uh, bad in this movie it kills me yeah i heard uh i I did see like a random tweet that was like here's how bad jurassic world is at one point laura dern says and then he slid in my dms oh man it's that's that's tough because we we love we love laura dern we stand of course yeah no choice buddy uh yikes all right i i mean i didn't know if i was gonna see jurassic world i I honestly do think that now i kind of have to see it just to number one because you're saying it's not that bad and everybody else is saying that it's terrible like i need to have an opinion for myself yeah just like go see it and tell me that it's in like the high 50s low 60s that's all yeah i mean i I, it may not even be in theaters by the time i get back but i'm (laughs) gonna have to 
I'm gonna have to run through that. Uh, I want to see Lightyear. You you didn't see Lightyear. I didn't You're see Lightyear. To... I might try to squeeze it in before the Celtics game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I gotta. I'm gonna have some catching up to do, but Jurassic World is pretty bottom of the barrel for me. I'm kind of just like out on Chris Pratt, man. Yeah, he, I don't like dislike me. him, but I don't. I just don't need him right now. Did you see Hustle? He kind of like he feels like uh, he. It feels like he flew too close to the sun and got a little bit too big for. For his britches. I mean, like... Too in shape for his britches. Yeah, that's right. Uh, literally too big for his britches. Yeah. Still a uh, handsome but, man. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, it's just... I, I, I don't know. Something I liked him better as the funny guy than, like, the action star. Yeah, if he's a... Uh, what, what do they say in It's Always Sunny? If you're, like, a bigger guy, hopefully you take humor in the small things or something <laughs> where that when they're looking for a friend and they want uh they want a fat funny guy and they they have the the flyer that's a bicep the arm yeah, yeah the bicep yeah. what up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big penis it's a dick yeah that's, that's so good oh that show is so funny did you see the uh thing i don't i can't remember if i sent it to you but uh somebody uh uh, maybe it's on Instagram or something, but like oh, it's a hot one. That no, the the hashtags that if you like do like hashtag like gay, it shows up in like rainbow or whatever. And they were showing they were going through like all of like the pride hashtags, and they were all showing up in rainbow. And then they uh, wrote hashtag uh, kissing the homies goodnight, and it just showed up in like straight black text. And it's great. Yeah. So, so it yeah. followed up with C not gay. <laughs> See? Yeah. You got to kiss the homies goodnight. That's not gay. That's uh, just being a good friend. I was going to say, I don't care what kissing the homies goodnight is. It's just a thing well, to I'm do. I'm doing it. It's done in <laughs> yeah, polite right. society. Um, uh, speaking of uh, bad experiences, you had one at the movie theater. I had one at the fucking airport. I know. Getting dude. here was like, I, I, I'm not like a, a big complaint about travel guy because. Because everybody else as, can be that. <laughs> yeah, everybody else can be that, especially like on on uh, social media. Like the complaining to the airlines thing is, I mean, it's it's constantly mocked. And I think that like uh, Big Cat has done like an incredible thing where he'll just be like your airport muscle. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I had like the worst flying experience or like airport experience of my life to this point. And it was... I took I took an edible before the flight here uh, and like took it like two minutes before I was set to board for my four and a half hour flight. We sat at the gate for four hours. We boarded the plane, sat in the thing for four hours. uh, And it was just like problem after it was like small problem after small problem after small problem. So like. After every like small problem, they were like, "All right, we should be good. We should be getting ready to go here soon." And then there would be like another problem that popped up. So first, first thing that happened was like some valve or whatever uh, came like unsealed. So they had to patch that up. And they were like, "Should only be like twenty, thirty minutes or whatever, and we'll get you in the air." And then they got that fixed. And then they found out like the inner system was not working properly so they're like all right we gotta have a it's gonna be another like a half an hour we gotta get a technician out here to fix that and then they fixed that um and then uh because there was bad weather uh there was like a couple tornadoes or something they had to reroute uh 
the plane. Oh no, no, no. Before this, because the the two small problems took so long, they needed to refuel. So they had to have a fuel truck come and refuel. And they're like, all right, that's only gonna take like 20, 25 minutes. We'll get the fuel and we'll be up in the air. And then they checked the weather thing and they were like, all right, this bad weather, so we have to reroute and it'll take like six hours instead of four hours in the air. And because of the additional time, the pilots timed out. And so they had to <laughs> they had to deboard the plane to get new pilots in on the plane who could uh, who could like l- take six hours or whatever. So four hours after taking my edible, we fucking deboarded the plane. And I'll tell you what, there's taking an edible is is a good experience <laughs> when when you've got something to focus on. But when what you're focusing on is like, when the fuck are we going to get up in the air? That is the perfect way to make a four-hour delay feel like a seven-hour delay. And so we then deboarded the plane. And because they didn't know if they were going to be able to find new pilots or where they'd be coming from, they were just like, well, we'll let you know. And it ended up being a total of a seven-hour delay. And delays are fine. But delays are not cool when you're on the plane and you're just sitting yes. on the plane. Because, like, if I'm in the airport, I'll just go to the bar or whatever and I'll get drunk or I'll, I'll like, read a book or, or something. But sitting in your fucking plane seat, being told it's only going to be a half hour, like, six times over, was horrible. Okay, so let's just start by saying, as a friend... I felt very, very bad for you, especially given the edible component. I don't know yeah. how I would have handled that. But as a buddy, I was tickled. <laughs> I think you you were like, give me the blow by blow. And I was like, so let me get this straight. You had a rain delay after one inning. And then they had, and it was so long that they had to take out the starting pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like exactly – that's like a perfect comparison. That is – I don't know how you feel about that. I mean obviously I I know how you feel about that. Like what the fuck? But also you must be like, you know what? At this point, just yeah, give gotta, me anybody with a steamer and like a baseball bat <laughs> and get us in the air. It, it like really like past that point uh, – like once you get once you get past like the deboarding thing, you're kind of just like, all right, well, like whatever happens happens because I'm now I'm just like expecting the fucking worst. And it was also like there was like a weird sort of camaraderie that I've never experienced on a plane before because Ooh. like we were all sitting there being like, yo, what the fuck is happening? And there's like when you've got like a shared horrible experience, it bonds you to people. Uh, and like when we reboarded the plane and you kept seeing like all these familiar faces and they had like these shit the like these shit eating grins on their face we're like well what's gonna happen now or like ooh, didn't think i'd see you again <laughs> sort of deal like it was sort of like kind of it was funny like it was uh there was like a friendship that was built into that experience did you uh did they, did they give you anything i'll tell you what i've never seen this happen before in all my years they gave us all of our money back. Whoa. We all we all flew for free. Wow. Like that's how you know it was a fucking nightmare experience. Man. Uh, so I try not to complain about air travel, but this was a particularly bad experience. But it is behind me and no worse for the wear. Now, will actually, you the, actually that's not true because uh my back was kind of junked after uh 
after sitting in that plane seat for like a combined 11 hours that day, uh, my back was like really, really sore over the past couple of days. And then I think that I pulled a muscle at the gym this morning due to that soreness and whatever, but we'll live. I got some icy hot. I got some Tylenol. Well, figure it out. Are you going to change your strategy going forward? Will you now wait until you're in the air before popping an edible? So that's like the thing is like, yeah, probably. But like, I didn't know. I I had no real like knowledge of what would be okay going through TSA. Like if I had an edible, would they have been like, excuse me, you can't have this, sir. Yeah. I don't know. I really, I didn't know. So like I popped it before I got in the TSA line. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Damn. Well, like you can have. You can have like vapes and stuff. Right. You just can't use them on the plane. Oh, right. Hey, how about this? Are you allowed to bring uh, pills that are in an unmarked bottle on the plane? Probably not. Yes. I think that's. Did I get that right? Yeah. You are for some reason. And, but I was like, what if you poison the pilot? And they were like, you're not going to fucking poison the pilot. I don't know. Haven't you seen season uh, yeah, I mean, four I mean, of Better like, Call now Saul? That, now that I think about it, it's got to be a uh, a real. You, you probably can bring gummies on a plane. Like you can just put them in, a, even if you put them in like an unmarked container. Yeah, I guess like I guess like my issue was like, what if the drug sniffing dog hits me? Oh yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, that would that would freak me out. Have you seen this uh, new thing? By the way, the the new like TikTok song is. Uh, Angel Eyes by ABBA all sped up. Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about it? I mean, I'm it's, I'm not like... It makes me feel like, like an idiot being like, hey, I'm cool with ABBA getting all the attention that they could that they can have. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's some fucking, like, underdog yeah. band that, that has never made it. I mean, like, ABBA, ABBA rocks, so... I'm on board let's with get it. Everybody, yeah, me too. Shout out uh, our pal Smeddy. Had the the only one that I Smitty? truly laughed at, uh, Jess Smetana. Smetana? Oh, I never know how to say your last I've never name. Never called her Smetty. <laughs> I I've seen her called referred to as Smetty online, and I'm afraid of mispronouncing somebody's name. And she's the best, so I don't want to fuck up anybody's names. Uh, anyway, uh, she posted it with uh, with Juju Smith Schuster's dog, and it was just all these clips of uh, oh man of bougie. We get you know what we got to do. This is uh this is jacking some valor a little bit. We gotta do say it no Lambie. more. We gotta do it with Lambie. Yes. Do we have a brunch TikTok? No, we barely have our own TikToks. No, but yeah, yeah, but we could make it from like ours and then uh, per- repurpose it for the brunch Twitter. Keep thinking about his angel. Yeah. <laughs> poor uh, poor Lambie. Wherever uh, Lambie is. Hey, this. I actually think maybe it's just because. I've needed anything to distract me from feeling like hell. Uh, stunningly good episode. This has been a good episode, right? Yeah, this stunningly good. Good episode. I, we, it took us like 40 minutes to get going with like the technology because you, you're recording it on your end, which means that like because it's a stunningly good episode and you're in charge of the recording, there's like a 98% chance that this never gets published. Right. Uh, I'm recording but, from a PC. This is not, gonna, this is not happening. <laughs> uh, but... The uh, the fact that it got off to such a ho- such a bad start and that like 
I said that I didn't want to be here, and you were like, I, I don't want to be alive. Yeah. Expected a very bad episode, but look at us. No, vibes are good. We've used it to, uh, to also catch up. So uh, get on the Patreon, folks. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch, where, uh, again, are we a little behind on the content? Yes, but uh, I'm going to be posting more ridiculous, wacky shit on there, whether it's photoshops or, uh, or whatever, or just support the podcast. We lightly discuss like this. It. I think we lightly lightly discussed this, but instead of uh, instead of the Friday drops for the bonus episodes for the Patreon, I think we're gonna end up just doing like like planned four, content for for uh, like a month or something, like a, a certain number of bonus content, like good per things month. instead of good yeah. things. Yes, because it's instead, but like we're gonna have those bonus episodes. They just may not be every Friday because of like our schedules and stuff. And uh, you know, I, I think that. Not locking us into a certain day uh, will help the content because it'll make us feel like less like we like have to do something and like we want to do something and put some time into it and stuff like that. I agree. And um, folks, uh, the, the, the Green River Festival is coming up. So if you are going to that, let us know. Obviously, we've given out a bunch of tickets to that. But uh, if you're going to it, let us know. We can say hello. We'll get you a, a drink well, I will not or be something. There. Oh, right. You can't go now. Yeah. Shoot. Well, you can uh, you can see me and I'll just no, I'll be I'll be among friends. But uh, just like me stand there by myself like this is where I'll be standing. Come over and say hello. (laughs) There will be a DJ tent. Nah. Uh, Okay. Love you very much. Uh, Bye, everybody. Bye.